Hey, friend, thank you so much for listening in today. I have a double treat for you. You see, just a few days ago, I had the grand opportunity to speak with, for over an hour, a 106-year-young woman, born in 1915. Imagine that for just a moment. Now, take your age and figure out, do some mental math, how many more years would you have to live to get to 106? You see, I had the opportunity to talk to Miss Jeanette Hayslip of Bloomington Normal, Illinois. One of the special things about talking to her is just the wealth of wisdom that she exudes. I mean, honestly, she's sharp as a tack. And to think about all that she's lived through. Got to sit there with her daughter, Miss Janice. Thank you so much to both of those ladies for taking the time. It was such a privilege to sit there in the assisted living center and just to reminisce about the past a little bit. Of course, Miss Jeanette had a little bit more in her past than I do currently. And of course, talking to someone 106 years young, that by itself, that's cool enough. But realize Miss Hayslip was actually Dr. Paul Levine's personal secretary, executive assistant, whatever you want to call it, for well over 20 years. Think about that for just a moment. This lady got to rub shoulders with Dr. Paul Levine in a very personal way. It's absolutely amazing, just the story. And throughout this week, we're going to share a little bit about that. But realize that all the way back in the late 30s, 1940 or thereabouts, when she started Dr. Paul Levine and Bible Tracks Incorporated was focused on the gospel, getting gospel tracts into the hands of Christian workers so those Christian workers could then help evangelize a lost and dying world. I told you it's a double feature today because one, I get to tell you about that interview, but we also get to hear from none other than Dr. Paul Levine himself. Realize Dr. Paul passed away in 1996. The message that we will listen to today was recorded. He preached it in 1995, about 12, 14 months before he took his last breath, scarcely a year after he, Dr. Paul, had held his wife as she took her last breath. Dr. Paul is probably about 85 years old or so. As you hear this message preached, it's called, Are You Afraid to Die? Someone who, standing there, 85 years old behind a pulpit who had just held his wife as she took her last breath, well, they have a unique perspective on death, don't they? I'm going to ask you to tune your ears and take a moment to really intensely focus on what you will hear today. The thought, the uh, portion of the message that we're going to cut and, and give for you today kind of lends to this thought, what his wife's death taught him? I'm going to ask you, if you would, to try to answer that question, what his wife's death taught him. Listen very closely as Dr. Paul Levine speaks to us now. Well, thank you, Pastor, and hi, everybody. It's so good to be here. You can't, you can't believe how happy I am to be with you tonight. And I've certainly enjoyed the service thus far. I couldn't hear all the things you were saying out there. I heard some of them. But I heard enough that you made my day. And it's a joy to be with you. It's always a joy to come here and enjoy fellowship with all of you. Some of you mentioned the radio broadcast. We're still on the air every day from WHOW. 
And we've been on there for since about 1957. We're still on at 10.45 in the morning, Monday through Friday. So uh, if you think of it, tune in. I don't know if it comes in this area. Does WHOW come in here? It does. Okay, 10 o'clock, no, 10.45 tomorrow morning. Then I want to thank you for this suit you gave me the last time I was here. And it's coming good and handy, and I appreciate it. I want to thank these young folks for the, for the beautiful number they just sang. And uh, I it's such a thrill and such a blessing to be with you here tonight. I want you to open your Bibles to two passages tonight. One of them, Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Now, while you're opening your Bible, let me say this. One thing I like about this church is that uh, you get good Bible teaching here. You, get, uh, you don't just get uh, little sermonettes about politics and book reviews and so on. You get the Bible preached here. You get Bible doctrine preached here. Uh, if you were ever to check your Bible, you would see how important Bible doctrine is. The, 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 the truth of the scripture is so important. And uh, there's a lot of compromise today in Christian circles with the truths of the Bible. And uh, everybody's getting together now. We've got the great ecumenical spirit going all over the country. And everybody's getting together on the basis of love. But a lot of this get-together business on the basis of love is what they're saying. We don't care what you believe. We don't, you don't care what I believe. Just so we love each other. It's not exactly that way. You see, uh, uh, when, when, when people fellowship together and, uh, and, and this ecumenical spirit uh, just on the basis of love, that is at a sacrifice of the truth. And we, and we have to be careful because this spirit's in the age right now. And we have to be careful so that we don't get swept away in it and get caught up in it. And, and uh, that's one reason I thank God for this church, because you get Bible doctrine taught here, you see. And thank God for your pastor who teaches the Bible. And uh, remember that Bible doctrine and Bible truth is important. And if you study your New Testament through, read it through carefully, you'll see how that is. Okay, you got the place now. In this passage of Scripture, the writer is saying that Jesus Christ went through death that he might destroy him who has the power of death. That's the devil. Now, the word destroy doesn't mean annihilate. It means that uh, he's won the victory over the devil, and the devil is a defeated foe. You believe that? Yeah. See? Yeah, the devil is a defeated foe. we got some guys on, on uh, television teaching something new now. It's a new doctrine that we haven't heard uh, until lately. They, they're trying to tell us that when Jesus died on the cross, he did not die victoriously. He was defeated on the cross. And uh, so then after he was defeated on the cross and he died, then his spirit went to hell. And in hell, he was tormented by the devil and the demons for three days and three nights. And then Jesus, our Lord, was born again. That's what they're teaching. See, that's what I mean. Uh, you see, that, that's not the truth, is it? Did Jesus go to hell and get tormented by the devil and demons? They don't even know what they're talking about. The devil is not even in hell yet. See? And there could be more said about that. But that's what they're teaching. Now, this verse says that Jesus went through death that he might destroy him, render, uh, de defeat him, uh, who had the power of death, that is the devil, and do something wonderful. Boy, I like this. And especially at my age, I like it. And especially, you know, when I was young, I never thought much about heaven. You know, when you're young, you're never going to die. 
when you're young, you're never going to get sick and die. Nothing's ever going to happen to you. And uh, so uh, I never talked about heaven very much. Never preached about it either when I was young. I, I never preached about heaven. I was always preaching about hell. And in my Bible means I was preaching on hell all the time. I never did get around to preaching about heaven because I was young. And I didn't think much about heaven. But boy, listen, when you see your wife get the Alzheimer's. Remember one time we were here? And we couldn't get her in the church. You don't know this, maybe. But after we got on her, she wasn't going to come in. I had to send the pastor after her. And I know how he talked her into coming in. Her mind was going with the Alzheimer's. And she just wasn't going to come in here. She finally came in. And uh, for about seven or eight years, we went through what you wouldn't believe. If I were to tell you some of the things we went through, you wouldn't believe it. But after you see something like that happened to your wife, somebody you love dearly, and then you see, and then in church, one Sunday night, they had to take her from the church. And that night, when they took her from our church and took her to the hospital, I knew that she'd never be home again. That night, I didn't even undress. I just went home, and I walked the floor from the kitchen to the dining room, front room, bedroom, turn around, walk from the uh, uh, from the bedroom and the front room and the dining room and the kitchen and turn around. And I did that all night, all night, because I learned something. I learned what grief was. Man, I cried all night, too. Oh, it was awful. And then uh, when, when they told me she had to go to the nursing home, and I didn't want her to go to the nursing home. And then, after being in a nursing home for 15 months, and I go, I'd go down there and feed her every day and try to talk to her and all that. And then, when she had the stroke, and I knew that the end was near. And then, that, that morning at 5 o'clock, in my arms, in my ear, right on her lips, I wanted to hear each breath. And each breath was farther apart, and farther apart, and further apart, and weaker, and weaker, and weaker. And when she took that last breath, I never heard it. You know what, you know what all this made me do? Made me think about heaven. Well, I got to think about heaven. I got a lot of folks in heaven, but my sweetheart's there. Oh, man, someday I'm going to be there and I'm going to see her too. See? And you get to thinking about heaven when, when something like that happens to you. Now look what Jesus did. He went through death that he might destroy him that hath the power of death and deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. What a blessing to hear. A faithful man started preaching in his teenage years and stayed faithful for so long. Of course, realized Dr. Paul, he started preaching so young, he was known as the boy evangelist. And he stayed faithful so long, he was known as the dean of evangelists. I would like to end the thought today with this question, a question that Dr. Paul alluded to not long ago. Are you in bondage to the fear of death? Of course, we know Dr. Paul's wife passing away just a year before he preached this message. It made him think about heaven, put heaven on the forefront of his mind. But I've got to ask you, God forbid something were to happen to you today. Do you know for sure where you would go? If you don't, it's very simple. It, it, it's absolutely staggering how simple God made this. So simple that even a child could trust him. And realistically, all we need is childlike faith. Number one, we must understand that all of us are sinners. You, me, everyone under the sound of my voice, we've all committed wrong. We've all been un. Righteous. The Bible tells us, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. Number two, we must realize there is a penalty for our sin. We will have to spend an eternity separated from God in a place called hell. 
that by itself would make me enough to fear death. But the good news begins that Jesus Christ paid the penalty, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, Dr. Paul is going to later on this week get to the hope that we do have in Christ Jesus. But I've got to ask you today, if you don't know Christ, I'd love to hear from you. If you've never fourthly accepted that free gift of salvation, you have questions. Would you reach out to me today? Text me at this number right now, 309-316-7240. Once again, that's 309-316-7240. You don't have to be afraid to die. If you would, contact us. If you have questions, comments, concern, we'd love to hear from you. Have a great day for his glory and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.